and welcome to the Business Success Show and you are in for a treat. Stay tuned in. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with your host, Mac Atram. And today, hey, today I have an absolute pleasure to be in conversation with Scott Bywater all the way from Australia. Uh, and so it's great that we're able to speak at such over long distances over the internet. Hey, Scott, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, Mac, great to uh, great great to be here today. Uh, to, live from Australia, talking to London. There you go. There you go. Listen, Scott, um, I want to get pick off straight away and say, hey, tell us about tell us about what you do now. What what are your key things that you do as a business? And now I want to go into in a moment about your background and uh, what got you started. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, great question. So, so what I basically do is direct response copywriting is sort of is my is my focus yeah. uh, with a particular a particular area of uh, of specialization in the email marketing. I do things around that, but I find one of the things I've found over the years is that email marketing is generally where the low hanging fruit is in any business. Yet it's a little bit of the it's a little bit of the ugly duckling, right? So everyone's like focused on Facebook and Google and YouTube and all of these sort of th- all of these sort of things, which are important. I'm not a I'm not an email marketing uh, what's the word for it? Like I'm not a purist mm. uh, in terms of it's just it's just email marketing. But what's behind everything? What you'll find with with most campaigns is that but what makes everything work better is email. So if you if you're running Facebook ads, you get someone to opt in, and then it's your email follow up series which is going to determine the success of your business. If you're in e commerce, as an example, and you get a sale, I, I, I talk to so many business owners, and they're like they're profitable making one sale. I talked to someone today. I'm like that's like a sin. They got three thousand people on their database, and they've never tried to sell them anything else. And so that's why I'm very much into looking at playing games I can win that are easy easy to win. And that's why I really, um, you know, specialize in this in this email marketing sort of side of things. Well, you're the wizard when it comes to email marketing, so fantastic. Let me say this. Tell us something about your background. How long have you been an entrepreneur and how did you get started? What happened? Yeah, no, great, great question. So really, I got started at about the age of 24. So I, I was always involved. That was two years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, two years ago. Exactly, exactly. I just had my 26th birthday. You know? There you go. <laughs> I'm not even joshing with you, yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that then? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was over over two decades ago. So, right, yeah. <laughs> just times it, yeah, 10 exit. So, <laughs> um, so, so I... Uh, so I really, uh, yeah, so so that was when I was 24. I sort of got into, I was involved in uh, in like sales and marketing since the age of 17. And at the age of 24, I decided to start up a hairdressing salon. I went to a Brad Sugar's seminar who runs oh, yeah. Action Coaching and yeah. he, 
he's like, start up a business, build it up and sell it. So being quite green at the time, I thought, oh, that sounds good. So we got a headdressing. It was more of a shell than a business, but we we got it for for free. And then we, you know, we, we did, we actually did some good things in terms of, I learned about marketing and applied some of the things I learned, but very inexperienced. So long story short, six months later, got out of that, lost, a, lost what seemed, wasn't a lot of money, but it seemed like a lot of money at the time. And, uh, and then I decided, okay, I'm going to go out in, in marketing. So I ran a classified ad mm. uh, and became a marketing consultant. And what, what what was interesting? So it was basically twenty dollars on credit. I had zero money at the time. Wow. I ran a um, a classified ad, and I get one client, I get another client, get another client, and then I met my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and she was like, she saw this ad uh, from Reader's Digest in the uh, in the newspaper. She's like, you got to go for this ad. So anyway, I went for the ad, and the HR manager wasn't keen on me because my track record in being in a consistent job at that stage wasn't great, right. and uh, but that, but the copywriting manager loved me, so I didn't get the job, but I got the confidence. Mm. And what I did from that moment on is I positioned myself as a copywriter. From that moment when I positioned myself, Mac, as a copywriter, my income jumped ten times over literally overnight. So, admittedly, from a low base, do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like I went from earning five grand to earning 50 grand a week or anything like that. But it jumped up quite considerably overnight. And I'm like, that was the first thing I realized. It's like, you know, timing the market, you know, being in the sweet spot, having the right niche, all that can make a massive difference. And it never looked back. So that's that's when I sort of started on that copywriting uh, copywriting journey. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, what's been one of the biggest lessons that you've learned as an entrepreneur thus far? Yes, it's a good, good question. So I, I think the big lesson I've really learned is to spin a lot of plates. So, mm -hmm. so and what, what I mean by that is it, it's it's something I learned from a, a friend of mine, Nick Thackerell, who's a, an amazing marketer. Uh, and, uh, you know, and he has a term called optionality, which I think he might have learned that from... Uh, uh, Taleb, who wrote The Black Swan and all oh, that right. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's almost like, you know, you've got to, you, you, you don't know which, you know, you've got lots of lottery tickets out there. So you might be running Facebook ads. You might be, you know, involved in like doing a lot of networking, all of that sort of thing. You've got emails going out daily. You don't know what's going to, you don't know which one of those lottery tickets is mm. going to be a winner. But mm. the more, the more plates you're spinning, the more you're putting out there, the more likely you are to, you know, to, you know, to get a winner. Like if you, if you buy, you think if you buy a lottery ticket, if you buy one, you've got very low odds of winning. But if you buy a hundred thousand, the odds go up exponentially, right? So that's where the, the powerful, you know, the power of it. I mean, Paul Hewitt Gleason wrote a book years ago called New Cell, and he, he talked about it being check moves. And he's like, well, you can't, you can't actually, like his whole thing was you can't close a sale. All you can do is make check moves and then the customer's mm. going to decide, right? So this this being on this podcast is a check move. Do you right. know what I mean? So so people are going to hear it and and some people might respond to the message. The odds are maybe nobody will respond to the message, but you've got to spin a lot of plates. And that's and that that way you keep the funnel constantly, constantly building and growing. Makes sense. Thanks for that. So for those who don't know what you mean by email marketing. 
right? Because they look even nowadays as a coach, um, I, I, we get uh, clients who, when I say, uh, so which CRM system are you using? Uh, what autoresponder are you using? Uh, what's that? So I said, you know, how do you communicate with your customers? Do you use email? Yeah, we send email. Do you send it individually? How often do you communicate with your email list? Uh, what list? Uh, we it's on Outlook. Okay, so now we've got a problem. <laughs> Right. So, so tell us about email marketing at its fundamentals. So people who are not doing this the right way, you think, oh, that's that might be a smarter way to do it. While I sleep, these things are being autoresponded. People are taking action step by step and they and they coming down my funnel. Do it in your expertise way because you're the expert on that one. Yeah, yeah, and, and 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 a lot of people think, oh, you need a big list, you need a massive list, and all that sort of thing to make email marketing work, right? And the truth is that you don't. So recently, I had a, I've got a colleague, and he sends a lot to a lot of joint venture lists, and he he sent a list where they're you know, ten thousand in size and received zero sales. He mm. sent an email out to one guy. He had thirty three people on his list, and he sent the email out. Eight people registered for the webinar. Four showed up, three people bought a $3,000 product. So he made nine grand out of 33 people, right? So right. so it's it's very, so so there's, I had the same thing happen to me. I did a, I did a launch years ago and we made 42 sales at $1,000 out of a, the list was about 7,000 people at the time. Mm. I thought that's not bad. Then I dissected it, right? And I looked at, I had about, it was probably 180, 200 subscribers at the time. And it was 90% of the sales came from the 200. Oh, wow. And only a very small percentage came from the 6,800. So we get wrapped into this, oh, it's the size of the list and all that. It's not the size, it's the quality. So any business can benefit from email marketing. So let's say you're a, I don't know, like like I'm doing some through a, uh, through a, a coach at the moment, and he's got heaps of accountants who are, who are his clients. And they, they've only got lists of like, you know, maybe 150, 200 clients. But if you if you send an offer to them via email, like for you to call all 200 of those people, very, very difficult, right? Virtually impossible. It's going to take you all day if you spend 20 minutes on the phone with all of them. But mm. you can spend, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, get an email ready, put it out to that group of people, and be getting responses, clients, or even if you're not getting clients, building a relationship, you know, building a relationship. So that's that's really the that's really the key with email. And it comes back to what Joe Girard, um, greatest car salesperson in the world, guy called Joe Girard, right? He wrote a book called How to Sell Anything to Anybody. Mm-hmm. And the the big thing I took away from that book, and it was really I mean, it was a core message at least for me, was if you bought a car from Joe Girard, you were getting a letter from him or a card or something every month for the rest of your life, basically. You know, I mean, I, I imagine, I don't know if he's he's passed away or left the business now, so it would have stopped at some time, but it, it was going, it was going out. So wow. and and that made him because he built, he never got forgotten. Like if you think of a client you had 10 years ago and you've never kept in touch with them, if you call them today, you're a stranger. Yeah. Right. But if you'd been keeping in touch with them, ongoing and then you have a phone call they're like hey mac how are you how good to talk to you or they're talking to someone else and they're like i've got this you know you know i can't you know build my wealth it's like i'll go and talk to mac you Mm -hmm. know because he sends me stuff and it's and it's always really interesting and he knows his stuff about wealth you know what i mean so it's 
all of these things, which is the you know, which is the power of email marketing. Fantastic. Thanks for that. So for those people who are sitting there thinking, okay, okay, so it's not the size of the list. People say email marketing is dead. Is it really dead? Is it still working? Are the open rates um, still good? What's happening with email marketing now compared to, you know, a lot of the gurus, um, you know, gurus every single week, Instagram this, Facebook this, YouTube this, whatever. And I say, go where your ideal clients are, right? And I love what you're saying about if they're on your email list, then it's a low hanging fruit. And if they, if you can get them responding, it's a great thing. So, what what is the situation with email email marketing compared to other forms of marketing now? Yeah, so so people have this thing that is dead, right? And the reason they think it's dead is because they send an email to their email list, and if you don't structure that email in the right way, like you're asking a question or that sort of thing, you probably won't get any likes and comments. So, if you send it out. And, you know, like you don't get a response, you naturally think, oh, my email list is dead, it doesn't work, all of that sort of thing. Whereas if you post someone something on Facebook, people, I mean, you can like for starters, so you might get a dozen likes or 15 likes and you feel really good, you get the dopamine hit, you know, it feels great. Right. Um, and, and, you, and you might get some comments because if you comment, it gets publicly seen and you know, there can be conversations and all that sort of thing. So it's a very different medium but you feel good. But that dopamine hit, that good feeling doesn't fill, doesn't fill your bank account, right? So so not to say that social you shouldn't be doing, you should be doing that as well, but it doesn't fill your bank account, just the, the likes and comments. I, you know, I, I went to the, you know, to the shops the other day and I said, I got 53 likes and 14 comments on my last post. Can I buy a hamburger? And they wouldn't. They wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> but um, so whereas, whereas email, so they they like litmus.com has found that email gets a thirty six x ROI for every dollar spent. So it's very very powerful. And what I have always found, and I've done I've done email launches. Like I think the biggest one, uh, which was just last year, we did over a million dollars generated wow. from. An email launch, you know, within like within the space of a week. I've done the same with another business, which was selling a that that was a higher higher end product. I did another business that was a product for around hundred dollars. We did half a million dollars within a week. So I've done a number of six figure launches purely from email. So they're they're really big numbers, but you might be like, hey, I've only got a list of one hundred and fifty people, and I'm an accountant, or I'm a yeah, I'm a consultant or I'm a coach or or that sort of thing. And what you probably want to do is you want to book your calendar, right? Mm-hmm. So we're running a, a, a strategy at the moment where what accountants can do is they can send an email out to their list and then they and then at the end of that, they ask them to request a report that they've created. So you send an email out, it's valuable, it's content-based, it's informative. So you're not, it's what I call the third way where it's where it's most people fall into this trap of they either go, you know, the love letters approach where they just, you know, send like amazing content, but no offers, right? Thinking right. that they send enough love that it's going to back, come back to them. Other people go the opposite way and they're just like hard pitch. It's like scorched earth. Yeah. Mm. So they, they, they might make sales today, but they literally burn their list. Uh, and then it's worth nothing. And I've seen companies do that. So what this is, is this is a third way, if you can imagine a Venn diagram. It's that it's in the middle of those two. 
So what you're doing is, you set, is is we're sending it out with quality content. At the end of it, we're saying, hey, if you'd, if you'd like a report on this topic, you know, download it here. Mm. And then when they download the report, ask for the phone number, the email address, all of right. that sort of thing. And then after the report, you can obviously have a have an offer and say, hey, book in a call with me, et cetera, et cetera, and have follow-up sequences. But because they're their clients, right, if you're an accountant and you've got 150 clients, you know them all quite well. If someone downloads a report on, you know, let's say, uh, on something about saving tax and you're not offering that service, right, you call them up, they're your client, and you go, hey, Mac, yeah, I saw you downloaded that report. What did you think of it? Right. Oh, yeah, it was great. Thanks. Yeah, and then and then that stems the conversation. Oh, are you interested in saving tax? Oh, great. Let's book in a time for next week and let's have a you know let's have a chat about that. So you can flag those people to then move in and cross sell to your audience. So that's where email marketing can be used, even if it's just your list of clients. Like I imagine a lot of people listening to this. They've been in business for five, 10, you know, 15, 20 years, whatever. Maybe they don't have an email list. Mm. Yeah. So, so the step so step one is gather all of the names or get get a VA or a PA or something to gather all of those names and put it into something like whether it's a yeah, a MailChimp or an active campaign or a Kartra or an Infusionsoft or whatever um, CRM you find that suits you. Yeah. Put them in there. And then once you've got them in there, all you've got to do is write the email and hit send. And that's that's and then you're you're off and you're you're starting on this. And the most important thing you can do, I know what I did when I knew I knew nothing, right? And uh, in the early days, and I did a Matt Fury course, and it's how I built my business. And he's like, you got to write an email a day. And every so that's day. what I did. I wrote wow. an email a day for for like it was probably like ten years. Every weekday, I, I had the weekends off, but every weekday, first thing. I did, went in, wrote an email, and I literally built my business and my reputation just off doing that consistently. So that's where, you know, and yeah, it it works. It really, it, yeah, it really works. Fantastic. You know, it is great what you're saying. Great content. Thank you for that. Why do, so why do most business emails suck and people don't open those emails? I think I think the big reason is because people don't do the research. Yeah. So so people aren't doing the research to understand their target market. Mm. So so if I if I start just randomly talking about something which your audience doesn't care about, like I talk about, you know, I start talking about how to buy a, a Harley Davidson or whatever, your audience is going to tune out, right? right? So it's a it's a bit of a random example, but mm. this is a sort of thing people do. They talk about stuff that people don't care about or they just don't like they don't often the reason people don't send emails is because of that reason exactly right so they're like i don't know what to talk about I, like and so they just don't send anything so mm-hmm. how do you how do you overcome that how do you overcome that issue well you've got to get clear on what are your customers fears what are their pains what are their desires what are their beliefs what are their objections all of that sort of thing and when you know that when you've got the top 5 pains listed yeah. all of a sudden you know that the top part, you know, the top pain of a, yeah, let's say a business owner, if you're a if you're a coach, is they can't get enough leads, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so what's ten topics you can write underneath that, and so on. Now, the beautiful thing about this, the, about this now, is that with AI, 
you can brainstorm all this pretty quickly. Like if you go, oh, I don't know what my customer's fears are. I don't know what my pains are. You can go to ChatGPT. You can go to Jasper. Uh, and you can literally ask that. And it will brainstorm a whole heap of things. Yeah, you can say, give me 20, you know, 20 fears people have about hiring a coach. Yeah, hiring a you know, hiring a finance coach, and it'll spit out those twenty fears. And then you go, well, that it doesn't mean it's right, yeah, because it's it's AI. But then you can go, that resonates, that doesn't resonate, that resonates, that resonates, and it'll punch it out in literally fifteen seconds. What would normally take you probably twenty or thirty minutes to to think up. So you can really right. speed through that process. And then once you've got it, once you're like, these are the five pains, you can create. Then then you go, okay, give me ten topic ideas around the pain of not having enough leads that a coach could send out to their email list. And right. it'll literally, in, in 10 or 15 seconds, it'll go, and, yeah. and all of a sudden, you've got all of these, you know, all of these ideas, and then, and then you can punch it into the AI. And I, I, I spent about 20 hours developing this formula, right, where you can actually punch it into the AI and you can get the AI to literally write those write those emails for you in minutes, but not just write them for you. Write them for you, targeted to your customers, their pains, their objections, their desires. So you're actually entering the conversation going on in their mind. Yeah, right, right, right. Fantastic. So that that's a great. So while we're on the subject of AI chat, chat GPT, how is now? How is those? How's that? system now ai changed copywriting and email marketing what how, what's what's the big change now that you've seen because you've been in this for two decades now yeah yeah 100 percent. And, and and i think it's a really it's a very good thing for the average business owner the whole ai thing so like i love email right and i, I actually find emails very easy to write. Like I can, I can, if I'm writing them for myself, it's different if it's for a client because I've got to get in and understand their business, all that sort of thing. But I can, I can knock out an email in like 15 minutes easy. Do you know what I mean? And have it, have it out. But a lot of people are like, oh, it takes me hours to write an email. Yeah. If they even sit down to, but they put it off because they don't know what to write about. Yeah. So AI overcomes all of those problems. So now it's easy to get the ideas because the AI can can help you. It's like a brainstorming buddy, which gives you the ideas of what to write about. And then it makes it really easy to write about. Now, people might go, oh, but I don't want to be a robot. Yeah. I don't want to be just sound like an AI robot. Well, there's there's a there's a saying I heard someone say recently, it's much easier to edit than it is to write something from scratch. Right. So so you're going out there and you're using the AI to create all the structure. And then you can go in there and add parts of yourself into it and, and tweak it and all of that sort of thing. But you'll find that you can get your emails written like literally within, you know, within minutes. Like I can write a short email with like two prompts with AI. Yeah. Right, you know? right. And and the formula, once the formula is down pat, you can write an email, bang, bang. It can be done within, you know, within a minute or two. And then you can do the tweaks and you're, and you're off. So that's that's where it's really changed the game from it. for the business owners that jump onto this early. That's where it's that's where it's really changed the game because now you don't have to pay a copywriter five hundred bucks or hundreds of dollars for an email. Mm. You can do it. You, know, you can get in there and do it yourself. Because if you've got if you've got a list like I deal with some clients, I've got lists of five, ten, fifteen, twenty, you know, a hundred thousand people. Sometimes, yeah. uh, if you've got that sort of list, it makes sense to hire a 
to hire a writer. Do you know right. what I mean? Because you've got the leverage there. But if you've got a list of 150, 200, 300, 400, 500 people, you don't really want to be paying, you know, paying a writer 500 bucks an email whenever you get it down. But if you can do it yourself and you can knock that out in 10, 15 minutes really quickly, uh-huh. why wouldn't you? Do you know what I mean? What what for a for a vehicle that get that Litmus has found gets a 36 to 1 ROI, no advertising cost, no additional cost. Like what why wouldn't you do it? it yeah. It's crazy not to. Absolutely. Great, great example. Great, great, great examples there. I love it. Listen, um, for those of you, for those people listening in, think, well, how do I get hold of Scott? I love what he says. It it makes a lot of sense. I'm not doing this effectively. And I'm realizing I'm probably missing thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars or euros or pounds. So uh, how do they get hold of you? What's the best way? Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to simpleemailroi.com, um, and that'll that'll if you go to that page, there'll be places where you can you know you can book a call in with me and just book a time into my calendar. But but what I would suggest you do um, even before that is go to simpleemailroi.com forward slash AI, um, and that's that's simple email. So there's two e's two e's there in the in the in the middle. But forward slash AI, and if you go if you go there, you're, what you're actually going to get is you're going to get some cheat sheets um, which will show you um, exactly how to do it. So you'll see basically uh, if you go there, you'll get you know, basically three prompts which allow you to whip up emails in minutes, even if you're if, even if you're a non-writer. And that's based on dozens of hours of testing, research, development, and development. Uh, includes five jack-in-the-box opening prompts um, designed to grab your reader's attention, five solution prompts, which get to the heart of what you're trying to say, and three powerful commands to write compelling subject lines that boost open rates. So that's simpleemailroi.com forward slash AI. And yeah, you can pick up those cheat sheets. So simpleemailroi.com forward slash AI. That's the first part, yeah? Yes, yes. That's that's the, uh, that's the email address to go to or the, or the, oh, web, the web to go to, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So here people can learn how to use AI and they can start um, generating copy for their email effectively uh, using that power, which is fantastic. Now, I'm coming back to you in a minute, Scott, before we start wrapping up. Uh, you're listening to the Business Success Show with myself, Scott By, with myself, Mac Hatram, and Scott Bywater. Uh, I nearly said it the other way around there. And um, if you like what we are saying, make sure you subscribe, make sure you follow, share this with your friends as well, and make some comments here so we can see um, we see what you enjoyed about it, what questions you have. That would be really, really great. Uh, so thank you. So, Scott, any last words you want to say about marketing from an email perspective, AI perspective, for those sitting there thinking, huh, I really need to know this. Are there, what, are there five steps I can follow? Are there three steps I can just do A, B, and C, and that gets me going? Um, so what, what, what last words would you say before we wrap up? I think the real the real key thing with with email is to get started and to make a you know to make a commitment that you're going to send out a certain number of emails over a certain time period. So give yourself like a a thirty day challenge. Okay, for the next thirty days, every every weekday, I am going to send out an email to my list. Or if it's not, you might not want to send daily. So you might go okay for the next for the next uh, twenty six weeks, I'm going to send an email a week out. To my, you know, to my email list. So first, 
make that commitment. The second thing I would do is I would send an email out to your list and ask them two questions. Ask them, what are the biggest challenges they have? So if you're, yeah, if you're, um, you know, let's say a, a, a wealth coach, as an example, what are, the, what are your biggest challenges with, with creating wealth? And then the other, the other question I would ask is, if you could ask me any two questions about creating wealth, what would they be? So ask those two questions, get the feedback. That'll also guide you on exactly what to write about. And then just answer. Like if you looked at, if you get, if you get 20 people to respond to that, you're going to have 40 questions, right? Well, there's there's 40 weeks of content where you just answer that question. Answer that question. Yeah, you know, like, like, you know, hi Mac. The other day I got asked this question. How do you build wealth if you're in your 20s? Well, it's a, that's a that's a great question, and then you just go on and answer it as if you were talking, right? Wow. You just go on and answer answer that question, and away you go. So that that's that's really how simple it is with email. The asset's already there. It's like having not touching it is like having yeah. It's like having a bar of gold, right? Like like I bought some gold um, like a, a year or two ago, and it was like. It was like 18 grand or something, and I held it in my hand, and it's like smaller than the palm of my hand. I'm like, <laughs> wow. And so, but but it's like it's like having you know like a big bar of gold in your backyard because email can literally be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars to you, far more than that bar. But in your backyard, having this bar of gold and never looking at it, never digging it up. So that's what you're missing out on if you want a bit of motivation to do it. If you had a bar, bar of gold in your backyard, which you could dig up. Would you just let it sit there, or would you would you you go and sell your house, and the next person gets it, or are you going to go and dig it up? So that that is my challenge for everyone, and it's just a matter of make that commitment. And if you make that commitment, you'll you'll do it. Awesome! You've been listening to the Business Success Show with Scott Bywater and Mac Atrum, and get out there, start digging. If you're not ready digging for the gold in your email, start using it and catch up with scott as well go to the link we'll put a link in the sh- footnotes as well the show so you pick it up from there scott i want to say thank you thank you for being here thank you for sharing all these golden nuggets with us yeah no you're welcome mac thanks for thanks for having me all right thank you have a good rest of your day thanks for tuning in bye bye for now <laughs>